Hello and welcome to another episode of That's So Gallifrey. I'm Marcus. And I'm Simon. And together we are the Geeky, Geeky Gaze. And, and oh, go on. Oh, I, I thought you were going to go ahead then. No, I was about to, <laughs> but you, so were you. Go on. Okay, then. So this week we are going to be looking at the serial known as the Daleks, which was the second serial in Doctor Who history in mm. 1963. Yeah, it, it was apparently formally commissioned under the title The Mutants. Uh, it was actually meant to be the fourth story mm. in the first lineup, yeah. the first season. Uh, it was meant to take place after Marco Polo. So that would have been the Edge of Destruction straight after and then Marco Polo and then this, mm. which is very weird. Yeah. Um, so, yes, welcome to the show and uh, I hope you're going to enjoy it. We're going to be reacting, giving you our thoughts on it because this is the first time I've watched any of this classic queue. Um, and I've not seen this one for a very long you? time. I have seen this one, but not for ages. So it was, it was very fresh again. Yeah. So as I say, it was meant to be called uh, The Mutants and uh, then um, was referred to in a 10th anniversary of Radio Times, a Doctor Who special 10th anniversary in 1973. It was referred to as The Dead Planet um, So because they listed all the early stories by the title of their first episode. Which makes sense. Which is An Unearthly Child. Yeah. What we called it. Um, <clears throat> and it kind of stuck until the, the 1980s, uh, and it was displaced by the Daleks. I mean, it kind of sums up what happens, and we know who the Daleks are. They were named in it as well. Uh, and Mutants was also the title of a third Doctor serial in 1972. Yeah. So episode one of the, the serial was called The Dead Planet, and it starts where the Doctor and Barbara and Ian and Susan land on a planet where everything is dead, and yeah. there's stone trees because there's obviously radiation around, but they don't know the place is radiated yet because they completely missed... The TARDIS is warning. Yes, because Susan only checked it once and didn't mm -hmm. check it twice, like Santa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they all head out, obviously trying to explore the place um, and not really uh, aware that they kind of set themselves up to die, really. And it's the first opening moments are hilarious because the doctor goes off and Susan's like, I'm coming too. And then just, <laughs> just leave, and leave the them. Two companions <laughs> who've never been, the <laughs> yeah. only thing they've done so far is go back in time in Earth. So Ian and Barbara are like talking about the doctor and they don't really like him. And Barbara, I'm sure Barbara said something along the lines of, don't you just wish something would happen to him? <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, that'd be great. But then you'd be stuck. Yeah, he's doing... <laughs> But the Doctor boosts that at one point, I'm sure, in this serial way. He goes like, I'm the only one, the Daleks were saying about going to find the space, the, the TARDIS a bit later on in the, the serial. Mm. And he's like, I'm the only one who can fly it. Hmm? 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 And you know what the worst thing is? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help myself. Um, so yes, uh, they explore a bit. They go through, uh, they obviously f find this, um, go through the, the, the dead forest. And uh, eventually they come across a, a city, which we obviously know as Scarrow. Mm -hmm. But home of they the don't Daleks. know that yet. Yes. <laughs> uh, so they head back to the TARDIS for the night because it's getting too late. They haven't got enough time to get down to the city before it gets dark. It might get cool. The weather could be worse. Um, and as they're heading back, Susan's at the back. And somebody's in the shadows of the forest and taps her on the shoulder. And she gets spooked. And uh, they all run back to the TARDIS. And then they see this really cool thing, which I thought for the time was brilliant mm. and felt very Star Trek to me. Yeah. Uh, and that's the food replicator. 
Which I don't think... I've not seen that in New Who. Bring it back for New Who. Yeah. I want the replicator. Yeah. Wasn't there like an alcohol thingy, Bob? Or was that just a, a little place that, you know, when the first doctor meets... Yeah. He he went to this drinks cabinet and it was almost like tw- mm, yeah. uh, 12 was like, oh, I forgot that was there. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, ah. Yeah. And he starts drinking alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, it's it's like the doctor. It's, it, this was a bit of true true doctor for me. Like this show off of like this technology that he's got that can replicate any food. Mm. And Ian was kind of just a bit like, meh, tastes all right. It's <laughs> nothing special. And the doctor's like really fuming. Yeah. And then they kind of drop in that everyone's feeling a little bit unwell, but the food might make them feel better. We kind of got the idea it's obviously radiation poisoning. Oh, yes. But they still don't know They're that they've dying. been killed by the radiation. Um, so the doctor's been really sassy and decides that they're going to go, but then something is broken and needs the mercury. It's the fluid, what's it, the fluid link. It doesn't have the mercury, so they have to go to the city to find some. And then the doctor looks at the camera again and smirks because he totally knows what he's doing. He's played them all. There's there's nothing wrong with the fluid link. Yeah. But he knows that... Yeah, because they all want to go... Well, Susan and Bar- uh, Barbara and, and he want to go home. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, we can't do that because it's broken. It's like... <laughs> And he does that, breaks that fourth wall again to look at us yeah. to say, we're in on the secret, aren't we? Uh, we we know that you, I'm going to get my way right now because I've tricked like them. I quite mm. So, uh, yeah, they, they head outside uh, the TARDIS to start going to the city again. And they find uh, a box on the floor with some glass vials in. That's important later. Yeah. Uh, and then head on to the city and we get some exterior shots uh, of the model, which it looks really great, mind. Mm. Uh, and a mural on the wall, but because of the quality and also it's all in grayscale, it just looked really, really quite, yeah, like quite convincing. The background with that mural, it literally looked like a city. It was really good, and I think, like you say, it was because of the the way that they filmed it mm. and the the standard of what they could film with. Yeah, but it really worked. And for obviously this show being brand new, never really been any proper sci-fi on mm. television at that point, especially early in the UK, to see that. Would have been quite epic. Uh, yeah. This futuristic city uh, of something that only people could imagine at that time. Um, but it looked really good. So uh, they get there, they they kind of sort of gather in a little bit of a nuke in one of the the, uh, the buildings. Um, and obviously everybody's reeling really rough now. The doctor's exhausted. Um, and they're all, Barbara's got a bit of a headache, it seems. Uh, they decide to split up. Doctor um, goes with Susan. Uh, and again, send the two people who've never been anywhere before, <laughs> never been into a sign like a futuristic setting before, off on their own to do their own to do the thing. Yeah, but, but actually, she goes by herself because Ian's not by really, really. And Ian's by himself, yeah. which is a really good idea. Like, well done, you two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so Barbara does a lot of wandering around uh, and leans on a wall like almost like she's true yeah she's kind of like she throws herself against oh yes i remember now she's like rolling around and it's like it literally looks like she's trying to pose for like a model (laughs) for like a magazine shoot or something it's actually hilarious i'm like yes queen go for it (laughs) uh then they all get back together um but uh well everyone except for barbara uh because she's still she's getting trapped in doors doors closing on Mm. her inside the uh the dalek uh, building. If she goes down the same corridor about fifty yeah. times, it worked. Though. It changed <laughs> it the angle. Look good, yeah. They managed to make it work. Um, 
so yeah, they go and look for it, uh, and the episode ends with the moment, the 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 first like moment we see a Dalek, the little suggestion of something. And it sinister. is really iconic. Like it's just that POV shot, like of the Dalek plunger approaching Barbara as she's just screaming at mm. it, and that technically shouldn't have even happened. No. Because they were going to use the the whole Dalek at one point, but the prop wasn't finished. <laughs> yeah. So they just kind of did it with the plunger. Yeah. And it became this amazing, iconic thing. I turned to you and went, it's like Psycho. Uh-huh. The whole bit in the shower, it felt like that. And it worked really well. It set that kind of like, you can see it's not human, but you not you don't, because we'd never, mm. you know, the initial viewers of that show would never have seen the Daleks at that point. Yeah. So it would have been the first thing of like, what on earth is this? And then the next episode, you see them in full and you're like, whoa. It's very cool. Uh, and that ends episode uh, in one. Now, that actual footage was, was on the first recording. They, did, they, they had to refilm the majority, mm. actually all of, I think, the first episode yeah. again of this serial because there was some technical issues. And that was some of the only footage that was left so that you only see it in that uh in that next bit because they thought we need to keep that and use that um so yeah the rest of it was all refilmed yeah because was it where they could hear the production in the background or something because there's something about voices overlapping and kind of leaking through into the the main dialogue let's double check uh um let me see what it says. Uh, so this was according to a text com- com- uh, commentary of 2016's DVD release uh, of the first episode of the Daleks. Um, it says the dead planet was recorded twice. The first version was affected by technical fault that captured backstage voices. Yeah, yeah you were right. And so a remount was done just two weeks before it was brought wow. out. Uh, and the only surviving footage is that bit that we say, the, the recap at the start mm. of the second episode, which shows the... The Dalek plunger. Crazy, isn't it? Like how these things happen. Mm. So yeah, episode two, the survivors. Yes. This this is where things start getting a little bit more stressful for them. They start like the stakes getting higher. So while searching for Barbara, they find loads of equipment from an advanced race, and Susan finds a machine that tells them how radiated the atmosphere is, and they finally realise yeah. that they're all poisoned, and that's why they're very ill. And um, the doctor reveals that he never needed the mercury in the first place for the fluid link, but tricked them just so he could see the city. Which, as, and you're like which now knowing that they're going to die <laughs> or could die is uh, is more frustrating. <laughs> yeah. I think Hartnell's doctor is a bit naughty, really, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, like I said to you last week, he doesn't care <laughs> yeah. about humans at this point. He just he's very much self um, righteous, self. Uh, I can't think of the word. Self preserving in yeah. a lot of ways as well. He just cares about himself and. To a slight Susan degree, to Susan. Um, but yeah, Ian says he wants to find Barbara, uh, and the doctor basically threatens to leave him uh, and go, go and do mm-hmm. what you want, but I'm not helping, kind of thing. Uh, but Ian manages to, um, uh, well, Ian has the stolen um, fluid link thing from yeah. the TARDIS console with him, so the TARDIS won't work. So they kind of, it's almost like a bargaining. It's he, like a he kind of bribes him to see what got to come because i've got this uh, and i don't think he was w- willing to fight ian for it mm. uh but then they come to a room it's a corridor full of daleks and it's the first time a viewer would have seen the daleks in full for the first time 
and uh, they they did look brilliant for the time. Like they had they haven't really changed. Mm. Yes, okay, they modernized it when the in the with the reboot they made them a little bit more uh, muscular. I would say is probably the yeah, best way bulkier. to describe them. Yeah, but uh, I do love a good classic Dalek. Yeah, and at that point they just paralyze Ian because Ian refuses to follow them, so they just like knock his legs out and he can't mm. walk so they've got to carry him everywhere so then ian makes a big deal of not being able to move his legs but when they're taken to the prison where barbara's already being kept he literally walks in <laughs> well he said he does say my that their feelings start to come back now yeah but like it is it's still quite funny <laughs> he's still been like oh my legs my legs through the whole scene and then he's just like he just walks in as if nothing's wrong with the doctor and susan they do drag him in though yeah i suppose he, he's got a little bit he's trying to trying to put the weight on yeah uh, i'm defending a show that took place all them years ago <laughs> it's true uh so yeah he, he does um uh obviously have no his legs are starting to kind of come back to use uh but um, they have a discussion about the Daleks of are they machine are they robot or is there something inside of them um, Barbara kind of thinks she's been drugged because uh, obviously she's not aware that they've realised the radiation's there but obviously she, they explain it to her and the doctor's the one seemingly getting uh, the worst part of uh, of all of this um, he's, he's practically unconscious mm. at this he's point like really really in a bad state isn't he oh busy. Mm. I mean, we can't, we can't trust him anymore. We know that we can't trust him. Mm? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, the Daleks uh, think that because of their appearance, they look very similar to what are called Thals, which are, I assume, the other race on Scarrow. Yeah. Um, and obviously, jump, jumping forward to Tom Baker's era, we'll eventually find out that the Daleks were called the Khalids. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're the, at war with the Thals, and you get all that kind of backwards and forwards later on. Yeah. But um, yeah, so the, Thal, the Daleks think that the gang are Thals and ask why the Doctor is ill from radiation sickness because obviously the Thals live there and it wouldn't affect them. Um, and the Dalek eye kind of moves in its stalk in this scene and I was really impressed because it looked like it was sort of coming in and out and shrinking and getting bigger. And it looked really, really cool. Um, and then, of course, the Daleks tell the Doctor about the Thals living outside the city and that they've been mutated from the radiation and stuff. Well, they they explain that, that they have uh, medication. Mm. That that's what the obviously we ter- finds out that yeah. what the vials were is that anti radiation um, medication. Uh, so they obviously think that because the, they're thals, they'll have this. And the Daleks at this point believe that they would be affected by the radiation outside. Mm. They want to get some of the the medication to protect themselves. Um, and obviously later on we find out that they no longer need that because they're so mutated and messed up that, and their shells obviously that they've got protect them from the radiation. Yeah. So then the Daleks end up insisting that someone has to go and retrieve the drugs um, for them. And Ian can't walk. Doctor and Barbara are too ill. So Susan has to go alone, bless her. And then as she reaches the forest, a storm begins and there's this weird long scene. I'm sure it was, it was you know when you write an essay and you're trying to fill in with random words? It felt a little bit like that with random shots. <laughs> it was just <laughs> Susan running through the forest for ages. Yeah. Um, and then looking lost and falling over, which is just a recurring theme with Susan. Going already. off what you said there. And Barbara. 
going off what you said there about the random shots, that uh, it did feel like some uh, like they obviously were told your sh- episode, your show will be this long. Yeah, and there was a lot of the time they thought, oh my goodness, we've made the story too short or whatever. Um, and there was a lot of pacing issues, I think, on the original, um, the original the, on this series that I've yeah. watched so far. And there's times I'm going, why aren't we at the next point already? And that might just because our attention spans have changed as the decades have gone on and. I mean, it's, I think that's true to a point because people are all about YouTube videos now where you, you watch a very short thing mm. uh, and then you move on to something else. You're not watching an hour-long program. Um, I think that's yeah might be the reason, but it did feel a bit like this has gone on a bit too much this season. I think a lot Why of this serial did because it's, it's seven episodes. Yeah. It felt like a slog to get through in the end, but like it, it did have some amazing moments. So then, of course, um, <clears throat> pardon me, I'm losing my voice. Um, where were we up to? That's it. Ian is trying to look after Barbara, and he's been really cute. <laughs> he always seems to put everyone else ahead of himself. And then at that point, Susan also reaches the TARDIS and retrieves the drugs. And the episode ju- ends on a jump scare as she exits the TARDIS, and there's just a flash and a bang. Ooh. So it's, it's just like lightning what happened? in the storm. What but happened it ends, to Susan? ends on that little bit of a jump scare. Yeah. And uh, we then head into episode three, uh, which is called The Escape. And uh, obviously she exits. Uh, she learns the person in the forest who had uh, scared her was a thal. He apologized, said he didn't mean to scare you. Uh, and they're not mutants. They just look like normal human beings. Uh, and um, he points out if they're called mutations, what must the Daleks be like? Mm. Uh, and then he takes her back to the city because uh, he wants to go and have a look and, and see what's happening. Uh, but Susan gets back to the prison quite quickly, gives the drugs to the gang. Uh, <laughs> sounds really weird. <laughs> gives the drugs to the gang. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, because the, the Thal man had given her extra, so there was enough to give the Daleks and enough to have, like, secretly have to yeah. make them better. Uh, and she explains that the Thals want to make a deal with the Daleks so that they can survive. There's been a war going on. They want to try and peacefully resolve the war. Um, but I think, obviously, knowing the Daleks, they've got other other ideas. <laughs> you know uh, it's going to go badly. Point. Yeah. Um, so at this point, a Dalek enters carrying a tray. Um, is there like, we have brought you more food and water. And Would just... you like some tea? It's pretty much like that, yeah. <laughs> and then the Dalek takes Susan and says they're going to help the Thals. And it's a very obvious trick. Can we just talk quickly about the Dalek voices? Obviously, how they've, how they've changed so much. Because mm. in this... I've... They're quite high, aren't they? In this? They were, but I, it was every single Dalek operator did their own voice so mm. there was there was slight differences in between the daleks but now obviously nick briggs does yeah all of them so it's a generic it's a set tone voice which i think makes them more scary because it makes them yeah. all, all uniform the they look the same they sound the same mm. oh, obviously we've met some daleks that go by names but a lot of them just kind of just don't really reference yeah. names anymore um but yeah they, they were a bit some of them were a little bit more, um, less monotonous, mm. um, monotonal, should I say, not monotonous, than uh, than others were. Uh, anyway, uh, where are we up to now? Uh, um, the Thals. Yes, the Thals find the TARDIS. Find the TARDIS. Uh, there is a one who we found really, really camp. Uh, and he surprised us later on. We'll yes. come to that at the end. Uh, and he just jumps into frame, makes weird comments, just, just like 
they the, are the lead, Daleks. The leader and I think it's his his, his partner, his girlfriend, his wife or something. Yeah. They're having conversations about stuff and he just goes, well, they are Daleks and perhaps they are the warriors now. <laughs> it's, it's so camp. It's amazing. And I'm sure there's one point he's like lying over a rock, like really like camp. Yeah, like... Like Chris Pine when he sings Agony in Into the Woods and he's just like resting like with his chest out, just like proper dramatic and it's so funny. Sassy to the max. <laughs> yeah. And like just proper resting bitch face the whole way through. <laughs> like, like you are iconic. I love you. Yeah. Uh so anyway, we drop back to drop back, jump back to the prison. Uh Susan is interrogated, she has to write a message to uh, like trick the Thals into coming to uh to see the daleks uh and when they're back in the um cell they spot that there's a camera so they know that they've been watching them and uh they plan uh to fight the daleks um whether they're planning to fight each other oh yes they're planning they to fight each other the camera and accidentally on purpose rip it off the wall yes they do yes and the daleks are pretty certain that that was mm. a deliberate act to trick them all um so regardless of that they still keep planning their escape and the Daleks discuss, uh, sorry, they discuss that the Daleks work by static electricity, um, which obviously I don't know how they re-explain that later on. And I think Doctor it's just Who. completely forgotten about. Just forgotten about. I think obviously the Daleks will have evolved past that mm. later on. So I think it's just assumed that they evolved past using the static in the floor yeah. to move. Um, so yeah. Yeah, but the note sent back to the Thals from the Daleks, it's signed by Susan, so they obviously think that it's all fine. They want to go uh, get some food from the the city and try and excuse me try and resolve the war, um, but it's obviously a big trap. Um, we go back to the prison. They're trying to work out how to escape, and uh, Barbara takes um, mud from the dirt on Susan's shoes and the water that the Daleks brought uh, to make something to cover up their eye stalk. Yeah. To kind of to, to blind like them. mucky muddy like stuff gunk. yeah and they're trying to sort of like figure out how far the dalek can see when it comes in so when it comes in ian's like put something on the floor to jam the door so it won't shut properly yeah. and then while it's distracted barbara shoves the mud in its eye and the doctor and ian pull on its gun and its plunger then they stick the cloak on it which powers it down because it disconnects it from the floor um and then, out of curiosity, they open the Dalek's lid, and you can see the person <laughs> inside, mm-hmm. like the operator. But they they reach in and pull whatever's out inside, and it's wrapped in the cloak, so you don't see it. Um, and they kind of chuck it in the corner. And then Ian gets inside and det- pretends to be taking the prisoners away. And then after that, we see the little creature sort of underneath the cloak moving in the corner. Yeah, the little tentacle comes out, I think, isn't it? But that's it. We yeah. don't see anymore. That's all you ever see of it. Just to hint that. The confirmation that it's it's an alien inside of it. It's not mm. a not a human, not a robot. Uh, there's some creature at play, and that was the cliffhanger for episode three. Yeah, uh, we'll jump into uh, the rest in a second, but very quickly we'll tell you where we uh, managed to go on Wednesday. Uh, we hopped on a train to London, and we finally got to do Doctor Who Time Fracture. Oh, it was amazing! It was so much fun. It, do you know in the end it was at first i was yeah. well at first i was a bit worried when i seen lots of people then we got into the first section i was like ah oh, there's only about 25 of us or something it's fine uh, and then we went back out and all of a sudden there was like loads of groups of 25 people. people and i was like 
Oh, uh, and then there was this big event in the middle uh, where they get told that we've got to go back in time or back forward in time. Or we've got to go somewhere to fix the time fracture and stop this time bomb essentially from going off. And um, they open up the, the portals and we go through. And it, from that point on, well, at least initially, I was like, what on earth? Mm. What are we doing? There was already stuff going on. Yeah. And we weren't like the back of the queue. We were like kind of middle of the queue going down. Yeah. And there was already things happening. It was mad. People talking, uh, groups, people talking to characters. And we were like, oh my gosh, what is this? We eventually decided to team up with, uh, with the pig guy man. Well, no, and no. We, got, we teamed up with the archaeologist. Yeah. Who was talking to the pig man. Yes. Uh, and then we had to go back in time and get an artifact to get a piece of like metal kind of like, like a, a circuit board. Um, to open a tomb. And I don't want to give too much away. Yes, every story is different, but you might end up with our story if you went because it's yeah. still it's open for another week. Still time to go. Um, and it's moving to Milton Keynes after. So I wonder if they're going to change the story up somewhat. Because mm. uh, they obviously mentioned it's they mentioned the Blitz, and obviously that happened in London. So yeah, I'm sure change. I'm sure they'll maybe change it around a little bit. Maybe add some new bits. Some new characters maybe i don't know possibly but it was really fun it was fun uh, but it was also confusing at times and it was nice to stop halfway through and have a cocktail yeah while we were a listening to a silurian was singer. singing to us yeah she was really cool and then after that you'd got chucked in the deep end with the weeping angels <laughs> so it was, it was good fun very stressful very confusing but very fun yeah. when you get into it wibbly wobbly timey wimey yeah uh, so let's continue with uh, the rundown of the Daleks, uh, episode four, The Ambush. Um, basically, uh, the Daleks qu very quickly realize that something's afoot, that they've escaped the cell, uh, and they uh, set off the alarms. And uh, they end up getting into a room, uh, which they've shut, and the Daleks start cutting through the door with like a laser torch. Uh, and Ian stays behind dressed as, well, they try to get the, lid off mm. the lid off the dalek and it's stuck because of the magnet magnetization yeah. on the floor um and he says oh don't go go on you get away i'll, I'll sort of, again sacrifice himself put himself uh, putting everybody else before him um and uh, everybody feels a bit bad they're leaving him behind uh even the doctor seems a little bit bad at first but he's like we, have, we must go come on we have to um and he does manage to get out and uh, and head up in the lift before uh, the Daleks call it back down. So it was, it was like a close escape. Mm. But um, at the top, when they look out the window, Barbara notices that the Thals are coming and realise that they're walking into an ambush. And there's this really hilarious shot where it's like they're miming, <laughs> banging on a window and shouting. <laughs> but like, there's nothing there, but they're just miming it. It, it was effective. They could have just cut the sound off, but it must have been easier for them just to pretend. Mm. I don't know. Um, and, and then you get the shots of the lift coming back up. Which looked really good, but I'm sure it's literally something just being pushed up a tube. Yeah, it's it really was clever. really clever. Really, like a bit of lightning and some like model work. It was really good. And then they chuck a statue. <laughs> they chuck a statue down the lift yeah, to stop the Daleks. Try and stop him in his tracks. But uh, yes, the Thals do eventually show up. There's a room. They have a put, actually put some food out. So the, the Daleks were obviously really sticking to this trap. They put the, the food out. Uh, and Ian manages to, to charge, uh, takes charge, sends everyone back to the TARDIS uh, while the Thals are hiding. Um, sort of, well, the, the Daleks are there, so they're trying not to be spotted by the Daleks. Um, and the Thals come, offer the peace 
to the Daleks. They want to just resolve the war, um, but it's not going to work. Ian knows it's a trap that the Daleks are going to kill the Thals. He starts shouting. There's loads of lasers going off. Loads of Thals dropping down dead. Um, and it's a bit of a mess, really. Yeah, Ian narrowly escapes with his life, or his legs, bless <laughs> him. Um, and as he runs away, he meets some more Thals. And then back at the TARDIS, the Doctor speaks to him, to the group of the Thals, and learns that the planet they're on is called Scaro, at last. And they discuss its location, and he examines all like their maps and documents and their history and stuff. And the Thals bring back their dead leader, and then Ian discusses the Daleks' hatred with them, and he says that they don't like anything different to them. And that's where the, we first learn just how hateful and horrible the Daleks can be. And then just as the Doctor is ready to leave, he's being pretty selfish, as usual. And talk, um, talking of being selfish, we find out that Ian had the fluid link taken off him by the Daleks. And then they have to go back and find it. Yeah. So just as you're at a point where you think, oh, this story's wrapped up okay, we've still got three episodes to go. Yeah. <laughs> No. Yeah. So episode five, the expedition. <laughs> it was that point where you think this would have been a good point to end. Yeah. Would have like there was that slight resolution with the Daleks. In the, um, have I jumped ahead? No. No, that was the point where the Ian came in and was like, "No, there's a, it's a trap," and there was those the, the all the fight. Yeah, the big fight yeah, was there, like... and then they go back to the TARDIS. Because all them Daleks got defeated in that room, didn't they? I think so, yeah, because yeah. they were just swinging them around and stuff I and chucking them so. into walls. And then it was like, oh, let's go home. And then yeah. oh, Ian was like, I've had the fluid link stolen. So yeah. maybe it would have been better off with the Doctor in the first place. Mm. Um, so, yes, the Doctor decides to take the Thals back to fight the Dark. Oh, no, it hasn't even happened yet. Huh? The doc, the dark Doctor was going to take the Thals back to fight the Daleks. Yeah, but they have had a fight in that yeah, room. Yeah, not a proper one, though. Um, so, uh, Barbara's not happy. Uh, Barbara agrees, sorry, Ian isn't happy about it because he obviously just wants the goal, but obviously they can't because they need the... Oh, no, he doesn't want the Thals to die. He just mm. says, why do we have to bring them into it? We'll just go and get what we and need he wants and we'll them leave. to decide for themselves that they need to fight. Yes. Yeah. Rather than be forced into it, which, again, is something that's always been brought up with Doctor Who is that the, the, compa the not the main companions, there's always these tag-along companions on episodes who were mm. like important in that area like they're part of that army or they're an alien species on that planet or whatever and they always end up being the sacrifice they always be the one who does that extra bit uh and and kind of takes the brunt from the doctor but um but i think he kind of sees sense and he kind of realizes that the the, the thals do need to fight at some point though because he, he talks to them and then all of a sudden he's like i could take a prisoner and walks off with a woman which makes the thal man turn around and smack him mm -hmm. and then Ian's just oh, like oh, them up. Yeah. so there is something you'll fight for then <laughs> he does wind them up and then we get the scene with the Dalek which is one of the most funny <laughs> things I can't remember what happened in this scene but it was um it was it not the one that had its eye stalk thingied oh it might have been the one who had its eye stalk covered up uh-huh um something was basically something was wrong with the Dalek and we get to hear this noise. <laughs> Which just sounds like one big Dalek orgasm. <laughs> Come on, Doctor, get us off, get us Come off. Come on, Doctor, get us off, get us off. <laughs> <laughs> 
Disgusting. So, yeah. So funny. Uh, and this is where we first see that there are only... We first realise that there are only four Dalek props because uh, there's the four of them in the room, but there's more Daleks because they have mm. these cutouts in the background, which some of them look, because they're angled right, look fine. There's others that are angled the wrong way, and this just looks like this really skinny Dalek just standing <laughs> in the background. <laughs> I am a skinny legend. <laughs> but if, if you're not looking properly, it does look quite good. Mm. It's, it's effective enough. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the Daleks discuss setting off another neutron bomb, like the one that killed the planet the last time. And we find out that they've been experimenting on the other Daleks. So those who have taken the anti-radiation drug have died, and they're going to see how others react to radiation. And then they, they soon learn that the drug is definitely a poison to them, mm-hmm. and radiation is what they need to survive. Yeah, which is what we mentioned earlier, yeah. which, which again so shows how much they've mutated, I suppose. Mm. Um, uh, meanwhile, we're back at the camp. The Thals are prepared to fight. Uh, at this point, we realise that the Doctor hasn't really done much in this story. He hasn't, really. Uh, he's kind of been ill most of the time. Or just tagged along. Or just tagged along. And, um, yeah, well, actually caused the trouble in yeah, the first place. Yeah, it was place the inciting by... incident, I guess, but... Other than that, not a lot. Yeah. Um, so they start heading off to the city uh, and they decide to go through the mountains and the swamps to get there uh, and through caves. Uh, and Ian sits there uh, washing his face in a dirty swamp water, which is pretty gross. And this kind of monster comes up. Doesn't doesn't attack him, but it just this, this it's quite like impressive for the crabby thing. Yeah. Pops out of the water, gives him a bit of a, a, bit of a fright. Uh, and um, Thals keep, na- uh, keep watch while Ian and Barbara and a couple of others take a nap. And they awake. Uh, one of the Thals is collecting water, uh, and a whirlpool opens up in the lake and just like <laughs> just steals this Thal away. And uh, just the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. Just shows you that <laughs> the dangers out there. They used to go for weird cliffhangers, I think, sometimes in classic Who. Um, then we're on to episode six, The Ordeal, which is how we were definitely feeling about this serial at this point because <laughs> it was an ordeal. <laughs> uh, but we're nearly there. Sorry, <laughs> we're nearly, nearly there. Relevance? I don't know. So, Doctor Susan and Thals are preparing to infiltrate the city again, and the Daleks are trying to find another way to spread radiation rather than a bomb, because um, dropping on a bomb on themselves isn't really a very good idea. No, not really. Uh, Barbara and Thal head to the city. I think uh, it's a really camp Thal that she's yes, with, isn't it? Yes, and they find a way in, uh, and he goes uh, in a hole. <laughs> tied to a rope sorry yeah uh, and there's a big drop uh and uh, barbara ties a rock uh, ties it around a rock and helps lure him down um and it started off well until she kind of loses a grip of the rope she and falls over, falls and, over and he falls down <laughs> well which is done, great Babs. well done uh ian turns up and checks uh, they check on him I can't remember what his name was now no uh, and uh, he's fine he is more worried about Barbara because he has a fancy on her despite being the campest one of all yeah Um, and uh, yeah they, they kind of realise that it, it's fine down there and they're all going to make their way down so then the Doctor and Susan and some of the Thals are in the city and um, the Doctor turns around and does we'll show them a thing or two mm-hmm. and you know what the worst thing is hmm <laughs> and looks at the camera again. Meanwhile, Barbara and Ian are in the tunnel with the Thals. <laughs> oh, this is another funny quote. And then I think it's Ian says, we're going deeper, deeper all the time. Oh. 
Yeah. Uh, one of the Thals decides yeah, he's had enough, wants to go back. He's scared. You know, he thinks he'll never win against the Daleks. Um, sadly, didn't get a chance to go back. Tunnel collapses on him, dead. Ugh. He's fine, though. Oh, no, he's, he's not dead. He's fine. It's the other one who dies. It was just a convenient plot twist. Oh, no, it's him. Twist. He dies later on. Yeah. Yes, he does just die a con- later a on. a convenient plot twist so that they can't go back and they have yes. to go onwards. Sorry. Um, so, in the city, the doctor just whacks a fuse box and <laughs> just starts smashing everything. And he actually finds it really funny. Um, yeah, doesn't really know what he's even done. <laughs> and then they get caught by the dark. Someone's like Yoda. Yoda in Empire yeah. Strikes Back just go around like, wrecking things. It's brilliant. Um, yeah, Ian and the group uh, find a chasm. They can't get over it. This is where this guy dies. Mm. Uh, so the plan is to drop down, well, try, try and jump over to the other side um, of the ravine, essentially, and then they can slide, like, crawl along the, the, the rock face because um, they realise that it can't go down because it drops something down there and it just goes forever and then eventually splash. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit it, too deep. Too, too deep, too far. Uh, so they jump across. Uh, he goes first. Again, showing himself as the lead, the kind of strong, confident leader. Um, another Thal jumps over, and then we have a third one go, and that's the one who wanted to turn around, I think. Is that... Oh, no, it's Barbara. Barbara gets across. Yeah, Barbara goes across. Thir- and... Second? Yeah. Thal over first, whoever his name is. Barbara second, and then this last one goes and slips and basically st- pull, starts pulling Ian down at the same time on yeah. this rope. Uh, and eventually he decides to cut and fall. And I know I've kind of mixed two two scenes together because yeah. we do jump back in between that uh, where the Doctor and Susan like have been captured. A very long scene as well, which was quite effective for tension building because, like, you, you're kind of waiting for something to happen. You know something's going to happen and you're kind of waiting for it. And as this, the music and the soundtrack's like a, a kind of steady drum beat. Mm. So it's got, like, the heartbeat almost. Um, and yeah, it's that cliffhanger ending where Ian's clinging on and this Thal is hanging from the rope, like in the middle of the ravine. Yeah. And you're kind of waiting to see if, if he's going to survive or not. And spoiler alert, he's not. Yeah. Oh, does that not happen until episode seven? Yeah, it's episode seven. See, begins, it all blends together. Begins with it him begins dying. with that. Yes, sorry. That's true. In between all of that, the Doctor and Susan have been captured by the Daleks as well for uh, destroying all the equipment. Um, but the Daleks say that they only care about killing the thongs. Yeah. So there you go. Episode seven is the final one, finally, at, at last. last. Oh. It's called The Rescue, which rescued us from this long serial. Uh, to be fair, it had some good moments. It yeah. just, it could have been shorter. I think we're going to have to get used to it because a lot of the classic serials are this long, if not longer. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you just have to become more patient. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we start off with uh, that moment where uh, that thal. Uh, cuts the rope, sacrifices himself because um, he knows that otherwise it'll be him and Ian going, which is a shame because if he's leader, just let him turn around earlier, he wouldn't yeah. be there. Well, he would have had the cave collapse on his head. He would have been dead sooner, bless him. Hmm. So I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> I can't decide. Anyway, we'll go back to the Daleks. You can you can see a mark on the floor. So like you, you, the Daleks where knew they where they stop. need to be. Yeah, There's a little <laughs> A written on the ground. Um, and then... That's all I remember from that scene. I was too distracted <laughs> by the little markers on the ground. But then we're back with the Thals and they're upset because of the death of their friend. And he doesn't want to go on and he doesn't, they can't go back, which is just 
a stupid idea because there's a caved in tunnels and the chasm that yeah. they've risked their lives to cross. So they've decided to turn the torch off to save the battery oh, yeah, for going it back. Went down, didn't it? And then Ian finds light coming in and discovers that they found a way into the city. So they, they don't need to go back now, thankfully. Good. Um, the rest of the Thals uh, back at the camp realize that the doctor has uh, broken the Dalek equipment and it's time for them to go and attack. Uh, but nobody really wants to do it. I think because their leader's not there and they're mm. a bit unsure about they what to like do. They are like a pacifist race as well. They yeah. don't like. Oh, we didn't mention, and I think we might men- you, you might maybe have it written down for later on. Um, the Dalek, the Thals costumes. I said mm. this to you. The, they have these like pleather trousers on. Uh, but down the legs are what are like four circles, which I said to you, ah, four circles, just like this, a, like a four, four rows, rows of Dalek of Dalek alien balls, Dalek balls on the oh, Dalek yeah. skirt, and I thought, ah, that's like to suggest that very similar, but yeah, obviously different, but different. And the women had like skirts which had the same thing on, and like little. Headpieces, yeah. which were almost like the, the eye stalks. Yeah. Doctor tells the Daleks about the TARDIS, thinking that he can buy them some time, and they don't believe him. And he mentions the fluid link, and the Dalek magically has it right there for some reason, and convinces the Dalek that they should stop their plan, and he'll take the Daleks to examine the TARDIS, because um, he knows, obviously, how much it would mean to them. Um, the Thals come in with Barbara and Susan, and then there's obviously other some other Daleks watching Ian and his group on the cameras, but Ian just keeps smashing them to hide the location <laughs> as they're sort of moving through the city. And then we have the moment where you see them walk through the same corridor multiple times, different <laughs> yeah. ways. But it still works. It yeah. does work. It's uh, clever. It creates that real um, idea of this building being so massive when really it's just a tiny set. Um. But yes, anyway, uh, Barbara ends up getting stuck under a door, which is closed on her, and she's going to get all squished. Uh, but Ian manages to hold it open, and she gets through. Uh, the sound effects, the sound editing on this part, you couldn't really hear what was going on, mm. and it was so loud, and you were just like, oh, no, come on. Uh, you have to try and get over that, because it's obviously of the time. Yeah. Um, it must have, especially if you think how, cl- I didn't realise how close... They were getting filmed. I thought they were being filmed a lot in advance. Like we, like nowadays, yeah. you film something in but advance, it, was... it goes through all the post-production. They filmed it like a soap. Yeah, like literally a couple of weeks ahead, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. If that. Well, some of this was being filmed at the time the very first episode aired on television. Yeah. Um, and because they they were busy filming one of the episodes when uh, when JFK was assassinated. So it's it's, it's just mad to think that it was going on so close to the mm. there was no real edit and time to, to do yeah. to do anything um but anyway uh there's a very long and annoying countdown it's like from one minute or something yeah. 60 59 58 and it, it was like it was so long well like you know and like say there was there's a countdown in with it i'm sure dalek was doing a countdown in new who and it kind of got to so far then it cuts away to like something else and then it cuts yeah. back and it's like five, four, three. Uh-huh. But then the, there's all this happening while they're trying to sneak around and Barbara chucks a rock at a dog and gets chased away. But then she and the Thals catch it and they're sort of pushing it around. And I like that thing where you're just pushing the Daleks backwards and forwards. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. not very happy and all you can hear is this. 
<laughs> so at this point I was like I don't really know what's happening anymore but the Thals are whacking the Daleks and they're getting shot and they're pushing them into walls pushing them over and it's, it's a bit messy like the, the whole scene just feels like maybe like they'd rehearsed it once and then it just wasn't going to plan but they didn't have time to refilm yeah. it so Ian kicks one and it goes flying <laughs> and somehow despite them like not even being like really badly injured because obviously they're inside this metal casing. The Daleks are all somehow dead. Yeah. And when they die, the eye stalks pop, point upwards. <laughs> it's because the, it'll be because there'll be tension on the uh, eye stalk, which mm. then obviously the uh, puppeteer would control the stalk. So by letting go, it'll just go boom yeah. up to the top. Um, and a couple of them are lying down on the backs, but they obviously put, put like um, something on the bottom so you don't see that the the feet the People's yeah. feet would have been there <laughs> with like little uh, little skirts on. Um, so, yes, it's all seemingly resolved. Susan tells the Thals that they should uh, experiment and learn about the Dalek tech. The Thals were a little bit resistant to that, thinking we don't understand what any of this is, but it's like, well, you, you can learn. It'll help you. You can grow your food mm -hmm. and, and live a really prosperous life. Um, and uh, there is a lovely moment when they ask the doctor to stay because he kind of understands it a bit more and he can help them. But he says that he can't. And he might visit in the future to see how they're getting on. Ho, ho. Uh, but we end up, in, we end up visiting the past of this planet at some point and we find out how it all happened. Um, so, yes. Um, mm, mm. Uh, <laughs> and then we have a big old sloppy kiss. Yeah, I was not expecting this. So Barbara nah, sloppy. seems to have something going on with one of the Thals. And we were like, kiss, kiss. And we were like just laughing and joking about it. And then... As they're about to go, he kisses her hands and she just grabs him and shoves her tongue down his throat. <laughs> and we're like, yes, get him, girl. Uh, well, I don't think qu but, quite that. Not quite that, but it was like a very big sloppy kiss that she gave him. And to think, we thought that he was like the gayest of the gay all the way through. Um, yeah. I don't think there was really any romance developed from anywhere. No, but I it don't was, think so. It was quite cute. I think maybe she was just glad that she'd survived and she was grateful that he looked after her. And mm. it was just like a, I'm alive. Like, thank yeah. you. I, he did save her a few times. Yeah. And he obviously, I think he might have found her quite fascinating because she's very different to, mm. to them. But yeah. Um, and so it ends it. They they leave in the TARDIS. Uh, they're on their way. Uh, but they, there's a big, <laughs> as the TARDIS explodes. And uh, they're left in darkness. <laughs> It's just dramatic, isn't it? Just a bit. Proper cliffhanger for that one. Just a bit. Uh, so there you go. That's the roundup of this serial. Um, before we go, we'll very quickly go through a couple of facts about this um, this serial. Uh, first up, obviously, Terry Nation, creator of the Daleks. Um, he would claim that he came up with the name Dalek after seeing a set of encyclopedias with one volume spanning the section of the alphabet from D-A-L, Dal, to Lek. Uh, however, he admitted later that this was just a good story for the sake of the press. <laughs> Wasn't true. He just made it up the name. But sounded yeah, more impressive. That makes sense. Um, so, yeah. Um, the one that I absolutely love, though, is that the man who designed the Daleks was called Raymond Cusick. And he was actually a last minute replacement after the original designer pulled out literally very last minute seconds due to scheduling. And do you know who that person was who pulled out? 
Ridley Scott. Mm. Yes, Aliens, Blade Runner, all those iconic films, Gladiator, all of them, Ridley Scott. Has Ridley Scott ever said, if I had designed the Daleks, this is what I would have had them look like? I don't know, but that would be really interesting. It would be it would be hard, though, because he'd be influenced by what currently exists mm. now if, it, if he'd done that. But it uh, would have been interesting to see it. Uh, and finally, I think we, very men we mentioned this already, but just a reminder that there were four Dalek props made for the because they were quite expensive to make uh they couldn't make any more uh so they used the same force so there's one point where they're running through a corridor uh mm. and it's a corridor on a loop so they'd get the daleks to come past and then they'd have them go around again so it looked as if there was like a massive trail of daleks chasing the, the gang Very through clever. Uh, through the building so there you are um and that is that that is the end of another episode of that's so gallifrey yeah. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, remember, you can find us on Twitter at that so Gallifrey. We couldn't use the S; it was too many characters. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back next week, and we'll be talking all about the Edge of Destruction, which is thankfully only two episodes long. Oh no! May have to do a double, a double on one, double bill, two two serials in one. Maybe. Anyway, yes, thank you very much for tuning in, and uh, and. Um, just a reminder that I'm Marcus. And I'm Simon. And together, we are the, the Geeky, Geeky Gaze. Gaze.